Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you about the bride's speech and, you know, should the bride do a speech? And I firstly want to say before I get into my suggestions is it is absolutely a personal choice whether you as the bride choose to do a speech. If for you it just doesn't feel right and you hate public speaking and everyone knows you're shy and that it's not your thing, then don't do it. Like nobody is going to expect it. If you love to talk, if you love to be, you know, (laughs) the person at the party that everyone says lights the room up and you come across confident and it's everything about you, then, you know, do it. But you have to do what feels right inside you firstly. And if you're like dead set, no, that makes me sick, don't do it. Don't don't feel forced to do it. There is no set rule. Now, I want to tell you about what happened to me with my wedding and my speech and how I still feel about it today. But I clearly like, don't mind the microphone. <laughs> I still get nervous public speaking. Like I'm only human, right? And that's still completely normal. I can still get nervous interviewing someone on the podcast because I'm human and that's, that's what happens. But for my wedding day, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I spoke to James in the end about it and I said to him, what, what do you think? I said, you know, I could easily speak. But I also had this feeling inside me that was like, my husband is more gentle, I suppose, and softer than me and not as loud. And I, for once, was like, you know what, I'm just thinking in my mind, I might just let him have that moment. Like the whole wedding day is a a lot, quite often about the bride, everyone looking at the bride and saying she's beautiful and asking her all the details because she's done so much planning. And I was like, you know what, I don't know if I want to talk because I want to give that to him, give him that moment. And I discussed it with him and he actually was like, yeah, I'd like to just be the one that talks. And I was like, okay. Like he didn't even say, you do what you want. He was like dead set. No, I want to be the one that talks. I was like, okay. So I went with that and didn't prepare anything or do anything. And then during the speeches, oh, oh my God, I still remember this. He did his speech, his speech, which was last, and it was beautiful. It was so lovely. It was unexpected. He really spoke from the heart. He was a bit funny as well, but, you know, he was so thoughtful and kind. And then at the end, he invited me up to talk. And I was just like, what? I'm not prepared. Like, I just, I was just like, it just blew me away. I was just not expecting it. And I got up and I got on the microphone and I was like, "Um, well, that was unexpected. I have nothing prepared and now I don't know what to say. And everyone knows that I'm a good talker, but I'm now speechless. And everyone just laughed because they know that, you know, I I do love to talk. And James was like, yeah, this is why this is perfect. You won't talk too long. (laughs) And it was kind of a bit of a joke, but I literally was lost 
for words, like I actually was. And I just said to everyone, you know, thank you so much. And he just whispered in my ear, just thank you, everyone, for traveling. And I was, because everyone had traveled for our wedding. And I did, I just went, thank you so much. It means so much to us. We love you so much. And then all I said after that was, I love you. You know, I told James how much I loved him and that he was my rock and that he taught me what love was. And that was pretty much it. And everyone said it was really sentimental and from the heart, but it was literally, I think, like four sentences. That was it. And afterwards I was a little bit in my mind like, oh, my gosh, why did he do that? Like, I wish I'd had something prepared, like there's so many things I could have said, and then I was like overthinking it a little bit. And sometimes I still do think about it, but I think the way it went was how it was meant to be. So when I think about now how a, a bride should speak, I'm like, I pretty much did what should happen and not as in four sentences because you want to prepare more than that. But it was authentic. It was from the heart. It was gave everyone a bit of a laugh and it was unexpected. So I want to say to you, if you do speak, keep it under five minutes like you do tell everyone else. And I I talk about this in another episode where I talk all about the speeches and, you know, the tradition of the order and how long they should go for and stuff. And I can't remember the episode, but I'm going to leave a link to that episode in the show notes. So please go and check that episode out because it's it's much deep, more detailed. But stick to that under five minutes. Don't try and be funny, like let things happen if they're going to be funny. But if you're not a funny person, don't try and put something funny in because sometimes I find when people do that, they try to crack a joke and then they're waiting for people to laugh, but people don't always laugh and then it's just kind of awkward. So be authentically you, like just be you. Like literally I am me on these podcast episodes. I have dot points for show note for, for my for my um, script like notes before I talk. I don't pre-write anything. Occasionally I might for an introduction for a guest or something important that I really want to say and I'm like, I'm just typing it madly before I do the podcast because it's really important that I want to say it like that. But most often it's just dot points. Like literally for this episode, I've got three, six, ten dot points. Like that is it in order of kind of what I want to say. And I think that when you do that, it can be so much more authentically you. And you might be thinking, oh, well, you're used to this and you talk all the time. And that's, yeah, that is true. But unless you're going to really practice that speech and know it, then yeah, write it out word for word, but don't try to preempt everything you're going to say because it just can be sometimes a bit clunky. So you might even like write the whole thing out because that's, and then practice it a few times. And then you might decide to do dot points from that later. Because honestly, when someone gets up and they have dot points and they look it up at at everyone and they talk to everyone, or you look above their heads if you're nervous, don't look at them because that can make you nervous, then it'll just come out more naturally. And I want to say, don't thank everyone if you're, you know, if your partner is doing that too in his speech or her speech, you you don't want to both thank everyone because there's a lot of people to thank and that's boring. That makes speeches boring. So if you really want to both thank everyone, then sometimes you can consider talking together to thank everyone or you can do your speech and then you 
invite your partner up and you say we want to thank everyone together and you take turns in thanking everyone and then he takes over and can finish the speech. That can be nice sometimes. Sometimes you might both want to do a speech together the whole lot and that's also lovely too if you choose that and that's you as a couple, then go for that. But just don't thank everyone separately. And if you want to speak but you're nervous, like ask your partner to come and stand with you and support you. Just say to them, look, I'm going to do a speech, but I'm super nervous. When I go to speak, can you come up and be with me? Like it was really nice when James invited me up at the end to stand together. We've got some really beautiful photos actually of like us laughing and then some more serious ones, but they're really beautifully captured because it was unexpected. So they make really nice photos as well. And don't ever do a speech just because you think you have to, you know. Sometimes writing your partner like a, a personal love letter and give, they get it in the morning of the wedding, that can sometimes be enough and more than enough. So don't feel that pressure. If you've got something you really want to say to some key people but you don't want to get up and do it, write them some lovely little handwritten cards or notes. Like that can sometimes be even more special. And if you're thinking, okay, well, that's all well and good, but what should I talk about if I do do a speech? I always say do something that is special about your partner or something quirky about them that you love. And sometimes that could be done through even sharing a memory, like sharing a memory is a really nice thing. And it could be a memory about how you met or what you thought of them when you met or when they proposed, whatever it is, find a beautiful memory and you can talk about that and and that will reflect how special they are to you as well. And you can also recognise other people who, could, who are special to you that couldn't be there. So if you've lost a loved one, sometimes it can be nice to, to recognise them in your speech also. And the other thing is thank your parents. Really important, if, especially if you're close to them. Don't feel obliged. If you don't have a good relationship and you don't want to, don't. But if you do and they're wonderful people, thank them and tell them how much you love them and thank your bridal party. But please do not individually thank each person and tell the whole room about why you love that person so much. That can go for so long. And to everyone else, that is just boring. Again, that's one of the things I class as boring. So just don't go into that too much. If you've got one person in your bridal party, go for it. That's fine. But when there's five people and you want to tell every single person in the room what that person means to you, that's just a little bit a bit much, I believe. So put that in your thank you card to them They're the, and then thank them as a group and tell you why you love them. And then at the end of it all, wrap it up by thanking your partner and just keep it lighthearted. And like I said, just keep it authentic. You know, don't try and say big fancy words that you don't normally say. And that's why sometimes pre-writing something can can do that. But yeah, just just say it from the heart. And how you feel in that moment sometimes can just be even more special. Or it's through tears quite often, right? Because you're just so happy in the moment that you, you do burst into tears. And do not be worried about that if that's the case. Because when people cry in speeches or vows, it is absolutely beautiful. And it tugs on the heartstrings of all your guests. So if you're like, oh, I don't want to talk because I know I'm going to be emotional and that'll be embarrassing, do not think that because that is not the case at all. You'll be so pleasantly surprised that people actually, oh, they fall into it with you and it's, it, it's really magical. 
and it makes beautiful photos because the photographer goes crazy snapping everyone's emotional faces because I have some really beautiful ones and it's just so nice. So, yeah, they're the things I think you only really need to cover. And to wrap it up, I want you to decide, like I said at the start of this episode, you need to decide is a speech me or is it not? Is it something I want to do? Is it something I don't? Don't be forced either way. Go with what your gut is telling you and what your heart wants as well. And just be authentic and just do what makes you happy and what's going to make you happy on the night or, you know, what you're going to think afterwards. Like, you know, sometimes I think afterwards, should I have had, like, had some little notes in case that was going to happen? But then I remind myself, no, it was what it was meant to be. It's exactly how it was meant to be. So have a think about that and decide what you feel like is truly you. And if you enjoyed this episode and you found it helpful, I would absolutely love you to pop over and leave me a five-star review. I'm so grateful for reading all your magical, beautiful reviews. Actually, I should come on and read some of them one time because I honestly, I tear up sometimes. I'm so grateful for those reviews. And the same goes, if you are an app user, please, I would absolutely love you to leave the app a review too. It is just makes me motivated, makes me want to do more and give more. And it helps other bridal couples find me. And a bit in a big scary world of SEO and so many businesses out there, you know, those reviews just help help it help it get found and it helps other people plan their wedding as well. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams. <laughs>